Have you been feeling like your prayers hit the ceiling? You've probably been asked that question and thought of that before in a Sunday school setting. Well, this isn't going to be your typical Sunday school discussion on prayer. We're going to take a deep dive into prayer, including what we call the warrior's prayer. It's going to be good. This is the Fathers Who Fight podcast. Welcome to episode 43 of the Fathers Who Fight podcast. We are fathers banding together to strengthen one another in following Jesus Christ and resisting the enemy of our souls by living eternal warrior principles. Lloyd, how are you doing? I'm back to life. <laughs> I was dead and now I'm back to life. What movie's that from? Ooh, that I could not tell you. Is that like a Lord of the Rings uh, something? Or? Night at the Museum 2. Oh, boy. I I saw the first one. I don't know if I ever saw the second one. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, you uh, you had uh, some illnesses. Yeah, I've had a lot of illness the last several weeks, and so it's good to be on the mend. Can I tell? <laughs> COVID, pneumonia. I'll tell. I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I not only did I get exposed, I got the shot, the vaccine for COVID, came home and found out I'd been exposed. So I got both <laughs> at once. And that caused pneumonia. And I'm still dealing with inflammation on my lungs. But I'm done with COVID and I'm on the mend. So that's great. Hallelujah. Well, we have had some exciting times around here. Our son got engaged this past weekend. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. We are excited. That's that's big time. Yeah, we're our our first one getting married. So we'll have a a new daughter-in-law and uh yeah, we'll have a a wedding celebration between Christmas and New Year's. So we're excited. Wow, that's awesome, Rob. All right, so yeah, we've both had some stuff going on in our lives, and so that's why our uh, schedule of of every other week has been uh, thrown off a little bit. So hopefully we'll get back on it here. All right, well, let's go back to the challenge we offered in our last episode. And Lloyd, what was that? Well, we talked about the fireside that Maurice gave um, specifically about what he calls DPAR, which is discover, plan, act, and reflect. And how that is a tool to not only help people who are trying to fight addiction, but it's a tool that is for everybody. Matter of fact, it's so for everybody that Maurice didn't invent it. It came from our prophet, President Nelson. And not only did he give it to the young men and young women, he gave it to primary kids. So yes, it absolutely is for everybody. And yes, it absolutely is meant to change our lives. One of the things we specifically did talk about that Maurice brought up is for us as parents to set the example and work on our own stuff with our families holding us accountable. Yes. And so our challenge was to do that. And so I've been working on it. 
even though I've been sick, that's kind of thrown a wrench into the things, but I've been working on it. I, I took three different options that I wanted to work on in my life to my family. And first, we, the first meeting, we just talked about them and I went back and got more information. And then we had another meeting about it. And the advice my family gave me, there was two other things that I wanted to work on more. But they said, Dad, sounds like you have the most clarity on your food subject, on how you want to work on managing what you eat. Since you have the most clarity and understanding of what's going on there, that's the one you should work on. So that's the one I have worked on. Um, what I've been doing is um, I was eating twice a day, doing incremental fasting, which is a good thing to do. In my case, I, was, I, w I wouldn't eat till 11 o'clock. And I was so hungry, I would eat everything in sight. <laughs> and so what I've chosen to do is to break what I normally eat for lunch into two smaller meals. And so I'll eat about 8 o'clock, a small portion, and then my next portion in the middle of the day. And so far, it's helping. So yeah. that's yeah. what I'm working on. And... Um, I probably have more refinement to do, but we'll discover more about that in my next meeting with my family. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. I, that's that's really great. I and I guess I, I'm, I'm guessing that uh, the sickness uh, has helped you to keep some weight off too. <laughs> yeah, it actually caused me to drop ten pounds, <laughs> wow. which was my goal. <laughs> so that's. Uh, but I got to keep it down, so um, managing it is, is still important, so this still applies. Yeah, good for you. That's great. Well, as far as uh, my doing this, I have to say I don't think I did a very good job. <laughs> I when, when After the fireside, we had talked about it and went through some with our boys, I it has been a few weeks, but I can honestly say that I don't think I did one for myself. I'm embarrassed to say that, but hey, I guess that's why we uh, do this, right? We uh, are accountable to each other. So yep. now I'm going to have to make mm -hmm. uh, a note to uh, to make sure that I do that here in the near future. So thank you for keeping me on task. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, as always, uh, we invite you, uh, anytime you take one of our challenges, email us at fatherswhofight at lifechangingservices.org and let us know how it's going for you. Would love to hear from you. Yep, for sure. Well, as we teased at the beginning, we thought we'd take some time to talk about something that is extremely important, and that is being able to connect with our Heavenly Father. As fathers here on earth, we... Our, our children are given to us from our Heavenly Father to guide and direct while they're on earth, and we need direction from Him. And the best way to get that is through prayer. And so, um, you know, I, I know personally a lot of times, and, and Lloyd, I think you probably feel the same way, that uh, a lot of times it, it's hard to know if our prayers are getting through mm -hmm. because we feel like we say a lot of the same stuff or... Um, 
you know, maybe we're busy and or sleepy. <laughs> I know this morning I fell asleep. I was saying my morning prayers, and uh, I had been I had already been awake for almost three hours, <laughs> and I dozed off. and And unfortunately, I woke up in time to get to work on time. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was a little scary there for a second. But um, yeah, so I struggle with that. I um, I'm good. It, um, years ago, I got into the habit of just dropping on my knees right when I roll out of bed. And, you know, and I'm good at saying prayers before I go to bed and, and things like that. And so I'm past that stage, you know, and I'm past the stage of, you know, just ripping off a 30-second prayer and I'm done. Mm-hmm. But where I'm working at is to have a more sincere conversation with God and to listen and those kind of things. And so, and I'm sure there's steps after that. And and so no matter where you are in prayer, there's stuff that we can work on. Absolutely. And so we wanted to introduce to you a, a concept that uh, we talk about in life-changing services and that you can find uh, more details on in Like Dragons Did They Fight, but we'll, we'll talk about how, how we apply it and what we know about it. But that is the concept of a warrior's prayer. And the, the idea behind a warrior's prayer is that a lot of times we'll pray, and, and what uh, Maurice Harker in the Like Dragons Did They Fight book calls a farmer's prayer or a missionary prayer. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, you're basically praying in in a tone that's more like not not helpless, I guess, but just kind of like expecting God to send you everything, right? Do I, do mm-hmm. I have that fairly accurate? Yeah, like you can plow and put the seed in, but after that, it's pretty much up to God to give you the rain and make the plants grow. Right. And so he, Maurice, talks about how uh, he discovered at one point that, uh, wait a minute, there's a better way to do this. <laughs> and being that we talk about being warriors, fighting for our families, we, uh, he, he introduces the, the concept of a warrior's prayer. Lloyd, how would you describe a warrior's prayer? A warrior's prayer is, um, well, let's back up for a second. So the farmer like we said just a second ago, that you put the seeds in the dirt and everything else is up to God. And so you're praying, we'll make this grow, please help it to do everything. <laughs> <clears throat> Where a warrior's prayer is more about what I can do. And so it's things like, help me recognize the enemy. Help me to see the enemy far off. Help me to know what his tactics are and develop weapons and tools and techniques and things to defeat the enemy, to recognize, to resist, to discern. The power of discernment is a big part of a warrior's prayer. And to develop speed and agility in countering the enemy's attacks. So you can see that contrasting the farmer's prayer with the warrior's prayer, the warrior's prayer is what can I do? And God, teach me, help me to accomplish these skills, techniques, find the weapons that it takes to recognize and defeat the enemy, rather than 
I put the seed in the ground. Now it's all up to you, God. <laughs> yeah, I think in a lot of ways, with a warrior's prayer, you're you're relying on skills you've already gained, and, mm-hmm. and utilizing those in your prayer, considering those skills in your prayer, and and not feeling so helpless. But then asking for strength where you're weak. Yeah. So so I would say if I were to summarize it very briefly, I'd probably say something like uh, a warrior's prayer is where you're um, asking for support where you're already strong and strength where you are weak. Yeah. Is that a fair summarization? One thing I like to include in my prayer since I discovered the warrior's prayer is I pray, Lord, fight with me fight for me and teach me how to fight that I may overcome the enemy. And so I think it's it, it's important to recognize the Lord's part and His willingness to fight our battles, but not leave totally up to Him. He wants us to be strong like He is, and so we need to be willing to fight and to learn how to fight better so we can be strengthened and better warriors. Yeah. Yeah, if you happen to have a copy of Like Dragons Did They Fight, it's on pages 87 to 89. And so and and we have a link to how you can get a free copy of Like Dragons Did They Fight in our show notes. So you can go there if you don't have a copy, but um just to to read a couple sentences so it's not hopefully it doesn't uh, Hopefully our description so far has been helpful, but to make it a little more specific and not so uh, not so theoretical, I guess. And vague, yeah. Yeah, here's, here's some examples of uh, that he gives. Father, please grant me an increase in the spirit of discernment so I will recognize satanic's attack, satanic attacks in time to win each battle. Father, please help me to observe, discern, and understand the attacks and fighting methods Satan will try on my mind, heart, and spirit. Uh, help me to discover and develop techniques and weapons sufficiently effective to win the battles that come my way. Uh, please fill me with the desire to work hard to train, to become stronger, faster, more precise. And I don't want to—I don't want to just read the book, but um, those are those are some statements that he uses as examples of a warrior prayer. And, and Lloyd, you said that you feel like you're pretty good at warrior prayers, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm the ninja master, but I feel like I do okay. <laughs> You're not you. You couldn't be my sensei if I asked you to do warriors. No, I could be a grasshopper alongside you. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> no, um, I guess I'll just share some of the things I talk about in my prayers. I f- try to focus mostly on winning and following the Savior, rather an an offensive stance rather than a defensive stance. I include. A defensive stance, but I try to focus on an offensive stance. And so, I don't know, this is personal, but um, I'm going to share it so hopefully people can learn. <laughs> yes. Uh, some of the things I say when I say a warrior's prayer is, Father, I choose to follow Thee. Please help me act like it. Mm. I choose to act in faith and be believing. Please help me to act like it. Father, 
I choose to hunger and thirst after righteousness. Please help me to act like it. I choose to build up thy kingdom here on earth. Please help me to act like it. I choose to take upon myself the name of Christ, to always remember him, to keep his commandments. Please help me to do that more fully in my life. Please help me to recognize the enemy, to see him a long way off, to discern his influence, to detect and recognize it so I can resist, reject, and cast it out. Please help me to do so quickly. Please strengthen me in my speed and my agility. Please help me to do what it takes to increase my speed and agility in casting out the enemy and his influence. And Father, please help me to give my heed to Thee and Thy Son, Jesus Christ, to focus on Thee so I can be in a good place and doing the right things to avoid the enemy. Wow. That is a lot better than please keep me safe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because I mean that, I think that's a fair... Is it fair to say that that's kind of a, a phrase that we hear a lot? You know, please. Yeah. We, we ask for protection. You know. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, please help me to have a good day. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the the things that you said. I mean, I, I could feel the power of them as you were saying them, because yeah, you. That is more of a prayer of faith, meaning not just believing that Heavenly Father will help you, but also showing that you're willing to act. Yeah. Because, you know, we know that faith without works is dead. And yep. so it's not enough to it's not enough to believe that he'll protect you. You have to take that extra step and say, okay, this was this is what I'm willing to do, this is what I want to do. Please, you know, uh, magnify my efforts. Uh, it's it's kind of like I'm hungry. Give me a hamburger versus what can I do to earn uh, the money to get a hamburger? Yeah, or here's some meat I grilled. What can I do with it? Help me to know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you blessed oh, me with great. a cow. Help me put it on the grill. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, these are these are great suggestions. Yeah, there's. I mean, hopefully you listening can tell the difference. Um, if I may, I, I've been listening and, and reading a lot of Elder Bednar recently mm-hmm. and, uh, and wanted to use some stuff that he's said about prayer. One of the things he's, when he talks about praying with faith, I, I kind of alluded to it already, but basically he's saying that, okay, well, he gives the example of, of Joseph Smith. You know, a lot of times we talk about when Joseph Smith went into the grove, he wanted to know which church was right. And he said that's not exactly 100% accurate. He went praying in faith, wanting to know which church to join. Excellent point. Yeah. So so he was ready to take that step, knowing that if he got the answer, he would join the church that was you know revealed to him as far as which one was right. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, there's a subtle difference there, but an important difference. Yeah. Because... Uh, because yeah, 
So in my my studies recently and and listening to that and thinking about it, it's caused me to wonder if I feel like my prayers aren't getting answered, is that why? Is it because I am not praying with faith in terms of I'm not doing enough to show that I'm willing to act? I, I feel like I am. I feel like when I'm praying, I feel like I'm willing to act on the answer. But in retrospect, a lot of times I feel like I'll get answers, but I don't act on them. I've gotten into a trap that what you just said reminds me of. And and it's important to be careful with because one of the tricks of the enemy is to think that prayer or all sorts of things in life are like a video game. You've got to get all the steps and all the clicks and all the things just right, and then you can get the next level. Then I got the reward. If I get all the clicks and I do everything just right, then God will bless me. I don't think God works that way at all. I think he absolutely loves us, his children, and wants to bless us, and will do everything in his power to bless us. And so it's not so much, am I getting the words just right? It's, am I putting forth the effort? Am I reaching out with faith and desire? putting myself out there the best I know how, as imperfect and messed up as that may be. I'm giving this my best shot. I'm sincere trying to petition the Lord. And and I think He'll bless us. And yes, we may not get all the answers. And yes, He's going to f- baby spoon us just what we need at the time and help us along, teaching mm-hmm. us along the way. But yeah, it's not a video game. It it's God loves us and he wants us to sincerely reach out to him. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, in, in addition to the warrior's prayer and, and praying in faith, there's another aspect of, of prayer that I wanted to bring up that, you know, perhaps obviously, okay. So as, as fathers, we need to make sure that we're praying on our own. Um, for for strength for our individual efforts but another thing we need to make sure we do is make sure that our children hear us pray for them and you know i was thinking about this i uh i don't know why this uh was so powerful to me because it's so simple but i guess it's because i had never i don't know it had never occurred to me in that way so that's why it made such an effect but when i was in the missionary training center uh, we were studying, uh, you know, in one of our classes, and I can't remember why I had the thought, what what brought the thought up, but the thought came to me, why does Heavenly Father want us to pray with our families? I, I don't know why that thought, like it's something that we did growing up, but I never questioned it, and I don't know why I was questioning it at that moment, um, but I did. So we came across this scripture in Third Nephi 18. 21. And it's so simple. Pray in your families unto the Father, always in my name, that your wives and your children may be blessed. And, I mean, that's such a simple statement, uh-huh. but it hit me so hard that, oh, Heavenly Father wants to bless us as families. And so that's why we do it. We pray as a family so he can bless our family. So we need to make sure that as fathers, our, our children 
and our wives hear us pray uh, for them. I kind of wonder if it's, uh, I don't think I hold a candle to God, but as good. a parent. That's good humility. <laughs> as a parent, I get irritated when my kids just expect things. And especially when they just take rather than ask. I'm more than willing to give everything I've got if they'll just ask. And so I kind of wonder, does God feel the same way? He wants to bless us. He's going to bless us. But he sure loves it when we ask. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's, uh, it's very clear in the Bible dictionary under prayer that um, there are certain blessings that he's willing to grant us that are only conditional conditional upon our asking for them. Mm-hmm. So he's ready. He stands at the ready uh, waiting to bless us. So in a, in a talk given by Elder Bednar in the October 2008 general conference called Pray Always, and we'll, uh, as always, leave the link for these talks that we talk about in our show notes. He gives three principles to, to help us make our prayers more meaningful. And um, the third principle he brings up is that we prayer, uh, that prayer becomes more meaningful as we pray for others with real intent and a sincere heart. And he talks about how the Savior prayed for the Nephites in Third Nephi. And here's what they said about it after he did it. It said, uh, or this was this is what was written in the Book of Mormon. No one can conceive of the joy which filled our souls at the time we heard him pray for us unto the Father. Now, obviously, we're not the Savior, like you said. We're, we don't hold a candle. Yeah. <laughs> However, don't you think that your children, your wife, would love to hear you pray for them? Maybe you already do that, and that's great, and, and hopefully that is the case. But listen to what Elder Bednar says. It's an opportunity for us to consider how we're doing. Do our spouses, children, and other family members likewise feel the power of our prayers offered unto the Father for their specific needs and desires? Do those we serve hear us pray for them with faith and sincerity? If those we love and serve have not heard and felt the influence of our earnest prayers in their behalf, then the time to repent is now. As we emulate the example of the Savior, our prayers truly will become more meaningful. It kind of reminds me, you were telling mission stories earlier. On my mission, our mission president told us countless times over and over again, don't leave a house without leaving a blessing on it. Mm. Let those people feel you call upon God in their behalf. And that absolutely applies to our families as well. Yeah, so I would I would suggest and recommend that you take the opportunity to to make sure you know what's going on in your children's lives as far as you know do they have a test today do they you know is there a sporting event or a competition coming up that they're you know nervous about do they have to give a talk in church that they're nervous about and um as as our children hear us pray for them for those things to to ask heavenly father's help to strengthen them in those efforts they will remember that and they will appreciate it. 
I mean, yep. it's the, the promise is right there in Third Nephi that our wives and our children may be blessed. Yep. And we, we have a lot to to do with that as, as fathers. Yep. Calling down heaven's powers for them. Absolutely. Another thing we can share tonight about prayer is where I am working on sincerity and focusing during my prayers. I find that that's one of the biggest battlegrounds. Satan attacks me really bad, bombarding me with thought after thought after thought, trying to distract me during prayer. And so a technique I've learned to help me focus back to learning techniques and weapons and stuff that's in a warrior's prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I do is I say the Lord's Prayer. Now that sound, uh, at first glance, sounds rote and repetitious, but not the way I've learned to use it. And so I'm going to, again, give you an example. Um, So as the Lord's Prayer says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then I will follow that with words of praise that I feel for my Heavenly Father and my Savior. Then I will say the next line, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And usually I say something to the effect of, I'm so excited for that. I can't wait till (laughs) our Savior comes again and we can, Satan can be bound and we can have a glorious, wonderful experience with our Savior. And then I will say the next line, Give us this day our daily bread. And I will thank Him for my job and the opportunity to earn money to provide for my family. And please bless me with that moving forward and the strength and the uh, mental capabilities that it takes to do my job. And then it's forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And and I will thank him for forgiving me and ask for help to forgive people I need to forgive. Mm. And then suffer us not to be led into temptation. This is where I usually say a lot of the warrior's prayer kind of things. You know, please fight with me, fight for me, teach me how to fight, that I may resist every attack of the enemy, and and some of the other things we've talked about. And then thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And it's like, please help me that everything I do will be acceptable to thee and add to thy glory, not mine. And anyway, like that, so it's using the Lord's Prayer to help me focus and say things that are meaningful and that I want to say, rather than being this scatterbrained whatever. Um, that's a technique that I use to to help me with my prayers. I love that. I love that. I think that's really powerful. Yeah, I mean, because sometimes it is hard to focus, uh, especially if you're you know, if you tend to pray right when you wake up or right before you go to bed, yep. it can be hard to know exactly where to go. So I, I appreciate your sharing that. That's that's a really powerful example that to uh, as a way to stay focused. I think that's great. Another another thing that I thought of as far as being able to stay focused, or I shouldn't say I thought of it that I remembered, um, <laughs> is okay. So. This is, again, from, from Elder Bednar's talk, and he talks about how prayer becomes more meaningful as we counsel with the Lord in all our doings. 
he gives the example of when the Savior created the earth. And in quick summary, basically, it says in the scriptures that the earth was created spiritually before it was created naturally. And so he said, we learn from from these verses that the spiritual creation preceded the temporal creation. In a similar way, meaningful morning prayer is an important element in the spiritual creation of each day and precedes the temporal creation or the actual execution of the day. Just as the temporal Yeah. And just as the temporal creation was linked to and a continuation of the spiritual creation, so meaningful morning and evening prayers are linked to and are a continuation of each other. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that that thought in and of itself is so powerful. But what I find, and, and I don't know if you're like this, Lloyd, sometimes it's hard for me to remember exactly what I prayed for in the morning. And so, <laughs> so one thing that we can do if we want to really make that a reality where we're linking our, our morning and our evening prayers together. And then he continues and says that, you know, this pattern, you know, so we link our morning and our evening prayers together. And then the evening prayer becomes a preparation for the next morning prayer. And it's Mm -hmm. all linked together. And we're linking our prayers together across days, weeks, months, or even years. One of the best ways to do that, I think is to write it down, write down what you pray for. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Because I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing that says we can't do that, right? Mm. And so, for us to have a better chance of remembering, then then we we should write it down. And so, I've I've begun to do that over the past little while. Is is write down some things that I want to make sure that I continually pray for because I want to, you know, I'm asking for certain blessings that are going to take mm-hmm. time to receive, or you know, what whatever it is. Um, there's there's nothing wrong you you mentioned repetition and and yeah we do need to be careful about vain repetitions but if we're praying from our heart maybe we've talked about this before but if we're praying from our heart i don't think the repetition is vain yeah if it's sincere it's not vain even though it may be repetitious yeah exactly what you said um reminds me of a principle karen broadhead teaches she talks about in her morning prayers says, Lord, I'm putting on my armor. I'm showing up to battle. What do you want me to do today? And mm-hmm. she'll say, you know, and she'll list the opportunities that she knows are coming up. Um, kind of like you were talking about preparing spiritually. She'll list the opportunities that she knows are coming up and ask the Lord how and for help with those. And to, you know, and if you want me to do something different, well, help me do that too. And then other people I've listened do that as well. But then, like you said, they review it at the, in their evening prayers. Mm. Okay, Lord, this was the opportunities I had. This is what I did with them. Um, I guess you could even do a Q5 at that point. How did I do? How can I do better? Mm. How can we? What should we do tomorrow? So following that pattern that you listed, that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely... I'd recommend going back to there. He, in 2008, he gave uh, in April and October. He get his, both his talks were on prayer. His uh, April talk was asking faith, and then his October talk was pray always. And and they're really good. Uh, they go hand in hand very well together. It's awesome. And so we've talked about some of those principles here. Hopefully, we've given you some food for thought as far as how you might be able to make your prayers more meaningful, 
how you might access God's power a little more readily in your prayers as you uh, do the things you do as a father. And uh, so hopefully it hasn't been just a, a kind of a rehashing of a Sunday school lesson. Hopefully <laughs> we've, we've given you some, some higher <clears throat> ideas. And so with that, Lloyd, what is our challenge for this week? Our challenge is to take the next step with prayer. Um, you know, if you're in a place, it's just, I got to say my prayers today. Do it. Whether that stick a rock by your pillow so you hit it with your foot and you remember or whatever it takes that way. If you're um, in the stage of just ripping off a 30-second prayer and you need to spend more time, you know, maybe your goal is to set a timer so you don't get off your knees until the timer goes off. Or, you know, if you're... Um, Next step is to be more sincere with prayer. We ask you to to look up in the Like Dragons Did They Fight book, the Warrior's Prayer, and see how that applies to you and what you can gain out of sharpening the tools you have. And so wherever you are, and we challenge you to take the next step with prayer. I appreciated your saying that, especially the the first thing you said about uh, wherever you're at, even if you're if you're just starting or you need to start again. I there are times when you know I'm I am so tired. Uh, a meaningful prayer is not realistic, <laughs> and and Satan will uh, will tempt me and tell me, yeah, don't don't worry about it. Just you know, go to bed, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I I've, I've come to realize that even the the shortest smallest prayer is a step towards Heavenly Father, towards the yeah. Savior, as opposed to just blowing it off. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you can't give your your best meaningful prayer ever, do something to yep. just take a, even if it's just a baby step, closer to Heavenly Father. Absolutely. Well, thank you, listeners. It's been great to be with you once again. And we, again, look forward to hearing how it goes for you. If you have insights that you'd like to share with us, successes or struggles that you'd like to share with us in your prayers or any of our other challenges that we've given, Oh, I'd email love us. some more pointers. If you got pointers for me yeah. on prayer, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, exactly. We, uh, we want to get better at being able to hold a candle to, to God and to the Savior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, fathers you fight at lightchangingservices.org. Yeah. My little candle compared to his lighthouse beacon, but yeah, I'll take it. Maybe I can get from a candle to a torch. That's right. (laughs) God bless you in your efforts, and we look forward to having you join us on the next episode of the Fathers Who Fight podcast.